Welcome back to Heard on Main Street, your weekly dose of Capitol Hill Bus. Today we have a very special guest, Christina Portwine, a former Air Force officer whose story inspired the Safe to Report Act. So thank you for joining us today, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. So please walk us through your story. You were sexually assaulted on base, yet you were the one who ended up facing severe consequences. How did this all happen? Um, to be honest, it was it was all a big, you know, now that I look back on it, those, you know, the two, three years that I went through that was so much of a blur. I ultimately came out just as confused as I hope you guys are too. Um, so what happened was I was sexually assaulted um, in the fall of 2015. And I did not ever, ever, ever want to report. I remember t- telling my therapist, like, I will put this in writing. I will I will never, you know, go forward with an unrestricted report and certain investigation. I never want to do that because I had, I, I, I knew what would happen if I did, um, like if I did come out with, uh, a, you know, with a report, um, and I was afraid that people would not believe me. I was afraid that I would be, uh, ostracized and I, I, and I was afraid that I would, you know, I didn't know how something, there's no person to, to tell you whether or not, like, is it possible that if I report, I could get punished for this and people would tell me, maybe um so that maybe was enough for me to be like i i definitely don't want to do this um but it got to a point where i felt like i had no choice but to report um for my own well-being i did not want to be in a position to be trained by him um to have to be you know alone with him for extended amounts of time and i didn't see any other option so when i reported it was the absolute last resort like it was nothing i actually wanted to do um and everything that i was afraid of ended up becoming true i i felt that i was ostracized ostracized in my uh, work environment i felt that people had not taken my side people were vocal about not believing me and of course i was punished for underage drinking um i guess it depends on the command that you're under some people it's kind of up to um whoever your commander is um mine felt that i uh needed to be made an example of so that's how i ended up in the position that i was in oh my god so you were the one made to be made an example of not the person who did this to you Correct. Oh my! And did you find that both men and women treat, treated you the same, or were women yes. supportive of you? I um, opened up to my supervisor in part because she was female and she had a a young daughter. Mm. I thought, you know, if anyone has, if if I want to reach out to the person that might be most supportive of me, it was my female mother supervisor, and Makes sense to that's me. what I did. And she did not believe me. Oh, my God. As a mother, I, I just, I find that shocking. But, okay. I I did as well. And that's why I was, it hurt me so bad because I, you know, if, if not even she believes me, who is going to believe me? Um, so I had a really tough time reaching out after that and 
it seemed that in the few instances that I did reach out, the people I reached out to were not supportive. They were not, um, they were not there for me like I needed them to be, which kind of made me become even more of a recluse than I already was. So your story is very traumatic, though unfortunately not uncommon. Have you heard from women now in similar situations who shared your experience? The moment I started being vocal um, to people outside of the military about it, I had, from the moment I did, yes, I had girls coming up to me and some of them shared their stories with me. Some of them just said, I I know what you've been through. Um, I cannot even tell you, I cannot count to you how many women have come up to me over this time. Um, it, it's so many. Good. I'm so glad to hear that. Which leads me to one of my absolute favorite members of Congress. So you connected <laughs> with Don Bacon. How did yes. you go about connecting with him and working on the Safety Report Act? Um, I actually uh, connected with him after I appealed all the way um, up to my uh, base commander. Uh, my appeal for the case was denied and my commander told me kind of sarcastically, well, you can go talk to your congressman about it. And, and you did. Did. Sweet. <laughs> um, Good advice. Out of a little, <laughs> I, I really did it a little bit out of spite. But as soon as I connected with his office, they were so receptive, so welcoming, so kind to me. I immediately, you know, I, I knew I had made the right decision. Well, and, you did. Oh, I, I'm glad you lived in Dunn's or you live in Dunn's district because he's perfect I for this and he's you. military. So that yeah, helps as well. Exactly. And in my case, it didn't, I, I was hoping, I w when I was thinking about reaching out to a congressman, um, you know, my lawyer was asking me if I wanted to reach out to a female congressman over a male um, and instinctively, yes, but um, obviously that didn't, didn't tell so much in my past experience and um, reaching out to Congressman Bacon, I truly do not think I could have had, mm -mm. I could have reached out to anyone better. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. So what's the next steps that I, I'm going to interview Don tomorrow, but what's the next steps you guys are working on? Well, right now, uh, Congressman Bacon and his, uh, the, the other congressman um, who he's working with, they introduced the legislation, the um, Safe to Report Act. And I know that Congressman Bacon has been working towards this change um, in, in many different ways over the past several years. Um, but this we are we are really hopeful for. Um, you have bipartisan support on this, you know, Democrats and Republicans writing the bill. I personally feel like there's no reason it shouldn't pass. So I am personally very hopeful about it. But if it were to pass, it would have prevented someone like me who was underage drinking uh, from being punished in lieu of uh, the sexual assault that I reported. So what are you doing now? You left the Air Force? Yes, I, I have left the Air Force and now I am living in Florida. Okay, well, that's a good place to live, but we're sorry we <laughs> lost you in the Air Force. I did not intend on leaving the military really until the very end. I really wanted to to stick with it and you know i i joined because i wanted to serve and help other people and i wish i could have done that but overall the circumstances for me were just better 
as a civilian. But with the Safe to Report Act, hopefully you influence and help the millions of women that are still in the military who need your support. Absolutely. If I if I had to go through this so that another woman doesn't have to, I feel like I've done my job. You have. So thank you. And thank you for joining us. But really importantly, thank you for telling your story and working with Congressman Bacon on the Safe to Report Act. It's very important. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me. And it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a pleasure here, too. Take care. You as well. Bye bye.